It's the MBM podcast. We got nose breather Jim over there taking over for anybody gets to say anything. We we complain at him about talking more into the microphone. And then he's like, "I'm a heavy breather." <laughs> Sorry, just uh, yeah. So it's I the MBM podcast. We're here, the three of us together. together in one room. I know. Holy crap! It's a whole lot of MBM in one area. Yeah, it's a little over. Oh, a long time. Overwhelming. Was that a fact? Were you looking at my gut when you said that? Like a whole lot of... No. A whole lot <laughs> of... You were, eh? no. I, mean, I know. You're, getting, so. you're, you're turning pleasantly plump over there, Jim. Oh. The, the, the song Winter wasn't time. a whole lot of Jimmy. It was a whole lot of Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we might be able to find somebody to change it, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of that, that ACDC concert I went to in Chicago. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I, I went I and seen you. the tribute band because oh it was too God. cheap to go to Chicago to <laughs> see him live. <laughs> it was too cheap to go to the real one. <laughs> I'm still thinking of about it months ago. I hear you. Anyway, I just, you know, you mentioned that. Throwing that out yeah, there. Yeah. You had to say that? Yeah. That's I fine. Do. Got it off your chest? Let, let pe- people already know they're awesome, but still. Get it off oh, your chesticles. Yeah. You imagine those guys, the life they've lived? Well, the thing was, Angus Young never <laughs> never stopped. Moving. I know. Never stopped. I know. I mean... The guy's like 300 years I old. I couldn't do that when I was in my 20s. The guy's 65. <laughs> yeah, he just goes and goes yeah. and goes, right? Not even in my 20s. I was 18, like, in high school playing basketball, you know, when you had the... Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I don't think I could run around for that long. Oh, even in my prime. They they, they recorded it, right? So they're going to come up with a DVD, obviously. Oh, I got to get that. You got to watch it just to see. And that's what he was like for every concert. I bet you. Explains why he's still so skinny. <laughs> yeah. 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 How much food fa- do you eat? <laughs> 40 pounds a day. Wow. Yeah. His face, oh, face looks rough. Oh, it looks wow. like, like, like a Mennonite apple doll. 65, 65 years <laughs> old. <It's and> <laughs> still going like that, I guess so. But yeah, I'll tell you, I never miss a beat on the guitar, eh? Just. Well, I hope not. That's his job. I know he's been doing her for a while, but still. Jim, he has two jobs. <laughs> job number one, play the guitar. Job number two, move know, around like I a schizophrenic. Know, like, he's on the on floor. LSD. He's on the floor like he's just he's like orangutan, <laughs> and he's never missed a chord. <laughs> Give me that banana. <laughs> What'd you find uh, there? <laughs> had an itchy itch in my ear. Oh. He, had the, he had the pen four <laughs> inches in. It's all yellow now. <laughs> so for everybody that's listening, we actually, before the show or before we started recording, we actually made a pat that Tuesdays, every second week at about a quarter after seven, we're supposed to converge here at Matt's. And actually make this podcast happen. It'll never happen. And if it doesn't happen, what everybody that's listening... If I'm listen- down here recording by myself, you know who bailed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you got to do is, is when they don't happen is start spamming our page. Being like, you guys promised every two weeks there's going to be a podcast. Yep, get them. So that's on yous to help us <laughs> stick to our promises. <laughs> <laughs> We're instantly turning it on our listeners. Oh yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put some onus on them. Make you gotta, you know, make them feel special. Everyone's out there is special. Yeah, I'm special. Are you? Well, we know. Yeah. <laughs> First hand, Jim. <laughs> so what are we gonna talk about? Let's get at, so you guys right did, in. Here. Yeah, you guys did a podcast after our last race. Yeah, we did one without you. We yeah, did, it, was, uh, it was awesome. Sean DeHart on from Sticky Licks RC, <laughs> and we also talked to Edwin from Dutch Oven. Sticky Icky Icky. And. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot going on with that. Yeah, our first race, that was a good race, eh? I, yeah, I, I missed half complain. of it, unfortunately. I, I tried to destroy the track. and Yeah, good times. Jim, you did pretty good, I hear. <laughs> I, I did okay. Yeah, yeah, I did okay. I think you took, like, what, a clean sweep at first? I, <laughs> I, I'm telling you. I tried to sweep the whole Jim field. He's Jim the Sandbagger Sand? Buchanan over here. I tried, here. but I got bumped. And... It's SBJ. 
Sandbagging Jim. Yeah. No, no, I don't like the, I don't like that nickname though. I wasn't sandbagging. No, I got bumped. You weren't sandbagging. You only started at the back and ended up in first. Hey, I can't blame on purpose. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's where you want to be when racing is right up at the front. You can take off like right away, or you want to be at the back and whenever everyone makes that first mistake in the corner because you're in the back pushing, right? <laughs> you're then, in the back pushing, yeah. and, <laughs> and then you just drive around. Yeah, that 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 T-bone bumper that uh, left it a dent in the back of your <laughs> your body. That was yeah. Jim. Yeah. No, it was a good race. I'm really looking forward to the one this weekend uh, coming up for us. Uh, I think we still got some growing pains to go through as a club, uh, just adjusting to our new facility and, and things like that. But it's definitely good. People are happy. The feedback's all been good. And You know, if you're close to us and you want to join, uh, our schedule's online. Get us on Facebook, suarcarclub.com. Uh, maybe Matt will post a link on the MBM podcast page for anybody that's interested that's within, like, the... I can try that. The hundred mile radius, you know. There's, you wanna... there's a lot of people in this town that have buggies that we don't even know about. Oh, there's like crazy I can think of five people, of people that that uh, I can th- throw their names out right now, but I won't. But who have stuff sitting in yeah. their basement? Wow, fools! This past weekend, I made the trip to Sudbury, Ontario, which is a whopping what three hundred and twenty kilometers from here. Three and a half hours, depending yeah. on where you're going. Yeah, yeah. it was about a three. It took us about three hours. We got a friend that lives there, so we checked in at her house for the night there, Saturday night. I went racing Sunday, and then we came back home. It's a busy weekend, but it was a lot of fun. I got to meet a lot of people that uh, I've heard lots about uh, through a couple guys that travel up for our races, so it was really nice to get down there to theirs and uh, support them in their first uh, indoor race in quite a while. I don't know if this, I know, this is their first ever indoor. Well, you know what? We're going to find out because we're going to have Paul on the show here shortly. Uh, he's kind of the ring leader of the show we'll get all the details from him on on the rules and whatnot and we all made a pact that we're going to get down there in the new year right yes yes well you know together together uh, individually however we do it we're going to figure it out support them through it uh there's going to be definitely some good things that are going to come out of that that group they <coughs> they run into the, one of the high schools there uh it's actually in ham hamner h-a-n-m-e-r uh it's part of the greater sudbury area yep, and uh it. I'll tell you, man, like the rack systems to roll up their carpet is unbelievable. They, they rolled out tables. You got to see these things like it is just next level. I was like, I showed up at eight o'clock in the morning and they're like pulling this stuff out of the storage area. And I'm just my jaws on the floor. Like, I think they were looking at me like, wow, why is this dude like in so much awe? <laughs> and I was just like, this is wild. I'm like, you guys got this sorted out. And the best part of it is it's all the students that have built this stuff at the school. Nice. And then what I learned is, and we're going to talk to Paul about this, is they actually run some sort of an RC program as part of their curriculum. curriculum. What? The school? Yeah, yes. yeah. They got, I, I think so it's Traxxas Bandits. <laughs> they come up with this like eight foot tall tool chest with like eight Traxxas Bandits, chargers, everything. I was like. Kind of like a, like a robotics thing. Yeah, like on? because yeah. they they compete in that and things oh, like yeah. that. They were telling me about again. Paul will be able to shed some light on that. I'm telling awesome. you, it, it, these guys are. You know, we've met a lot of people, and it's not to put anybody down, but just like ten out of ten people. You know, they will take the shirt off their back. They'll help you out. They want to see everybody have fun. It's just man, if if you can get to a Sudbury race. This year, I would do it, help support them. The track is small. They don't have a lot of carpet. 
It isn't Ozite carpet. It's uh, I don't even know what kind of carpet they've it got it. To it. They got it from um, the Canadian Robotics Competition. Um, it's a thicker carpet. It's got the harder backing on it. It's not like ours. But I'll tell you what, track so, traction, Jim. Same trick. Like better, better oh. than Ozite. No carpet fibers. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, right now. Well, dude, I don't think it'll ever be that way. Cause like at the end of the day, there was nothing. Nothing on my buggies. Wow. They came off cleaner because the carpet <laughs> polished them, okay? And the other thing that I really liked about it was, is you know when you come off the, like a tabletop and your chassis hits the floor? Yeah. You don't get that loud slap. Like the carpet, because it's like a... Th- it, it's got the muff on there. It's yeah. click thicker. Yeah. It's absorbing a lot of that. Oh, yeah. You're bad, Jim. <laughs> What? Going there already. What are we like six minutes into this? No. <laughs> so I was I was really excited about that. Uh it's the first time I've touched my RCs, my ten scale stuff. Yeah. Since forever. our last race, which was in what, May? You did did you run that two wheel drive short course truck at all? That Losi? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so over there I ran two wheel drive buggy, two wheel drive short course, and that was it. I showed up with my four by four short course and I won that by myself because no one else had one. So there was no point. You mean your buggy? Yeah, the four-wheel drive buggy. I mean, it's just if you no four-wheel drive short course with little tires, I'd <laughs> be was, loving well, to know what you put I on. I would have, uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, so, and the other thing that I was telling Jim was what's interesting is, is they run uh, a class called two-wheel drive open. Yes, explain. And what I thought two-wheel drive open went was two-wheel drive short course, modified, do whatever you want. No. What two-wheel drive open means is if it's got four wheels and two of them drive it, you can race it in that class. So you can race a short course, a two-wheel drive buggy, a stadium truck, anything mm. in that class. Plus, then they run like they're a novice group. So like a Traxxas monster truck? like Anything. Okay. But, well, I mean, like within reason, right? Like, I mean, I mean, you could take a Traxxas Summit out there yeah. and race it. You're not going to do very well, probably. Yeah, but it's because also four-wheel drive. You mean like a... <coughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. you're right. Yeah. But a Stampede or whatever. Stampede, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I mean, like I said, I had my two-wheel drive buggy. And I mean, the thing, you know, the the short course trucks don't hold a candle to the wind on a. So like that caters as to long the as you're that, in front of them, and when you got to work around getting by them, yeah, but, then it, it can well, get a little hairy. And, and you know, I mean, the <laughs> other thing that that we were talking about was, uh, what I was telling Matt about, or it was, the, um, the courtesy, the driver etiquette of these guys, was second to none. Like I mean, when you were gonna pass somebody and you were faster than them, like they didn't move, but they just. They made sure that you came around them and it was clean. If if somebody got into you and, you know, it was just a little bump, you always got the, you know, oh, sorry, man, or, you know, I was trying to get out of your way or, you know, just, I'm telling you, it was just such a, it was very relaxed. Things were very slow. They took 45 minutes for lunch with no racing going on. It was just, <laughs> wow. Eh? It was just la, 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 la. Like it was just. It was awesome. Like, I just, I can't tell you how nice it was for my getting back into racing for the winter season, how that being my first race, how perfect it was. Because yeah. I wasn't rushed. I wasn't this. It wasn't that, you know. It was a good experience. Then. It was just, I was like, this is awesome. It, it I, Yes, it's tough because it's so far. And on the plus side. Uh, You're moving to Saturdays. I've seen that. As of the next one. <clears throat> so it'll be Saturdays. Now, that's bad for you because you're working, eh? Well, if I'm going, I could get it off. But yeah. get it off. But, but yeah, it does work better. Talk, you're talking for the drive back home, yeah. Well, I don't think I'll if ever. It, if I it's don't on think a Saturday, I would do a there and back, just because I know yeah, Sunday I, I could I, relax. I don't think I'd ever want it. I'd go down Friday nights, and the, the only reason I say that is, is just I 
Dude, I don't do well with that stuff anymore. I honestly you get, don't. You're getting older, Wee. though. Yeah, man. Like, I just... <laughs> I'll just have a horrible day. I know I will. And uh, we got places to stay with the guys that are down there that's already been offered. Yeah. You've got people. I got people. I, I Even if the other half doesn't come, we've been welcome to stay at the place I stayed at, one of, like, two of us kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just why kill ourselves, especially in the middle of winter. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I hear it, you. It, that it's tough. That. It is tough. It is tough. You're going to go to work. You got to get ready. You got to get on the road. Yeah. You know, it's a three-hour, three-hour, 20-minute drive in clear weather. Granted, you know, we all have trucks, so hopefully that helps the situation. It, it sounds like solid gold to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what I was thinking was, uh, you know, you get to hang out with the guys for a little bit. and So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm, I've, we've had the discussion. I think January, February, I'm definitely in, and then probably again, uh, probably April. Oh, uh, how big is their school? Is it a fair size? It is just as big as what we had at the Henry. Perfect. It's massive. Awesome. They just don't have the carpet to facilitate covering that much floor. <laughs> but uh, when uh, they have their big, are they going to have a big race at the end of the year? We talked about that. It's in the air. They're going to see how things play out. Did we offer up the carpet there? for us to bring down if they want or well we'll 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 uh, we're friendly people you know? we'll examine that uh it's an option um we're canadian yes remember? yeah it, it, i yeah. i did say that to them yeah. i said you know if, if things get going and you guys want to have a massive end of the year race i said we'll have to sort something out i'm going to tell you right now hauling eight thousand pounds <laughs> well, not, not just one or two rolls in the back of the truck hanging out. Nah, you'd never do it. Those those carpets are 10 feet long. True. I forgot about that. Sorry. <laughs> You'll have carpet on the road. Ah, just No, you'd have to bring the whole thing because they don't have the piping for it. So you need all the pi- You need piping. Oh, yeah. You need the uh, just. We'd use it all. I'm telling you, it'd yeah. be awesome. And what would be awesome is, okay, and this is what I said to them, is change the carpets put a roll of our carpet yeah, onto their carpet uh, so changing the the, the 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 surface yeah i mean let's be realistic it's off-road racing and that somebody made that call they said well it's going to be a different traction i said so when you're racing on the dirt outside i said is it always the same well it depends because he, he, and, but and it still and, changes well it does but it doesn't but here's what's funny now that you're bringing that up because that's a kind of an interesting topic that goes on as of late about off-road racing because as we've all watched over the last year, how drastically off-road has changed from being, um, you know, loose, loamy dirt to being just clay. You know what I mean? Of course. So the the reason why a lot of tracks have switched to the clay and the hard pack clay is because it provides a more consistent yeah, uh, surface running for surface to run on. as opposed to, you know, some of the outdoor tracks with the eight scales that kind of get blown out near the end of the day and yep. stuff like that. So. It's kind of funny because you, you're right. By switching up the traction ability, you're giving it more of that off-road feel. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's not going to always be the same. You're going to have to figure it I'm out. I'm telling you firsthand, that carpet that they're using has more traction than what we have. So if you can race on our carpet, theirs is not going to be a problem. Right, right. So it, it's just, you know, again, another thing I kind of noticed that, I, that, I, that I, I didn't pay a lot of attention, but I didn't see it. Not a lot of tire saucing. Now, if that's something that maybe those guys, because they're so used to outdoor racing. Yeah, they might not be very familiar with Maybe they're it. not familiar with the tire saucing. Um, I did sauce my tires. I did notice as the day went on, I had to reapply uh, for the mains. Mm-hmm. You know, but did I really need to? Probably not. You know, I could have got away with it. It wasn't like a world of difference. Um, but yeah, it was just, 
I can't I just it was an awesome experience. Yeah. And for a group of guys that have done it for their first time, shot in the dark, you know, let's make this happen. Yeah. They did a good job. No, that's awesome. You know, so it, it's only going to get better. And uh, I think that supporting that group of guys is definitely in the best interest of anybody in this area. Because um, I think the more we get get this RC thing going, the better it's going to be for everybody. You know, I think you see pockets of it all over the place. And let's make Northern Ontario a popular place for RC. You know, yeah. why not? Well, <laughs> you know? Exactly. And uh, especially us being a border city. Yeah, for sure. Get people out of the States a lot and, and whatnot. So Jim just took off on us here. I think he's returning. He probably needed a potty break that he couldn't wait for. That old age, small bladder. No, it has nothing to do with the small bladder. They're not small bladder, little pyramid that he's building over there. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He's got the uh, wobbly pops going on. So, Matt, why don't we take a break? We'll get Paul on the phone. Okay. Oh, now you can take a break. Jesus. Well, uh, <laughs> Mr. No Patience over here. <laughs> you should have waved your white flag. Oh, it would have got embarrassing pretty quick here. I got to pee. Get Paul on, and then we'll uh, <laughs> talk with him and the results. And Yeah, for sure. We can do that. You know? We will take a break, and we will come right back with Paul from, what's it called? Back, backtracks? Backtracks. Backtracks. RC track. I got to get him to say his last name, because I have no idea. I'm slaughtering. Melieu. Mel- yeah, maybe. Melieu. Yeah, we'll figure it's it out. definitely Francais. <laughs> we will be back right after this break. Cow RC, the radio-controlled maintenance king since 2008. Providing the RC community with the world's best pit mats, park trays, performance aerosols, and much more. Through smart design, superior performance, and 100% made in the USA, Cow RC products are a real value. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Follow Cow RC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or order direct at cowrc.com. Save 10% with code IMOVE. That's code I-M-O-O. Cow RC, maintenance king. Okay, we're back. From our short little break, you're listening to the MBM podcast, of course, like I have to remind you, but I feel like I should. And we have on the phone with us, Paul Mayu from, where is it from again? It's Backtracks? That's right. Is it Backtracks RC or just Backtracks? Uh, just Backtracks. Okay. Where did, uh, I, I got to ask, how did you guys come up with that name, Paul? Well, actually, uh, that was uh, our boss's name at our school we work at that came up with that because uh, the name of our school is Bishop Alexander Carter, so we call it Back for short. Oh, right and then on. We, <laughs> yeah, and we started off with all the Traxxas cars, so just put the two together, Back Trax. Genius. Pure genius that right is, there. That yeah. is awesome, yeah. Yeah, we're going to get into I think you should have been in advertising that guy. <laughs> should have been. <laughs> no kidding. Been Mrs. Mark. So... Uh, Paul, uh, we uh, had uh, the uh, enjoyment of hanging out this weekend together for some uh, indoor racing, and uh, I I noticed a lot of lot of little things that like kind of just put me beside myself. Uh, so I'm just gonna kind of ask you some questions about 
this, that, and the other thing, and you know, we'll just kind of go with the flow here. Um, Sounds good. So you are uh, from Greater Sudbury. Uh, it's Ham Hamner. Is that how you say it? Yeah, in Hamner. That's right. That's uh, just outside of Sudbury. It's about a twenty-minute drive, twenty-five minute away eh, from about downtown. I think it is. Yeah, exactly. About twenty-five minutes north. And you are uh, one of the teachers at the school there at Bishop Alexander. You said. That's right. What do you teach? A little bit of everything uh, this semester. We have some small engines and English and religion. Uh, it's different bag every year there, so but we like it. So it kind of always changes, eh? Yeah, exactly. So what I want to jump right into up to the knees here is how does RCs integrate with the school? Because I noticed that that is something that is a big part of your school. And can I go back to school? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, I wish we could... Uh, well, what happened was basically about four years ago, me and my uh, two friends, two other teachers, they were trying to think of a way that we can get more kids involved with extracurricular activities. You know, we had uh, like a regular school, all the ball and stick sports and everything like that, but me and these two other guys are gearheads and we're trying to think of something, you know, that's safe and affordable that kids get into. And uh, then the RC cars came up and I used to race RC cars back in the 80s with my dad. And uh, we started looking into it and seeing how much the sports, you know, it's grown and it's popular and everything. So we bought a few cars and next thing you know, other teachers were buying cars and the students started coming out and they started buying cars and uh, and then it grew to where it is today. Wow. And you guys have an outdoor track that's set up on the school property? Yeah, exactly. That's how it first started off. Uh, the principal gave us a, a small piece of the uh the old baseball diamond we have so at first we just had some weeping tile set up and a few wooden jumps and then over the years we built it up uh with some clay and the outdoor tracks actually looking really nice now and uh we have quite a few members we're up to about 25 20 25 members at the school just the kids and the teachers and we also have uh about six loaner cars we call them they're six tracks with bandits so uh, the students are just that are getting into it. They can use one of our cars for free and just see if they like it and use that until you know they decide to upgrade something a little bit faster. So yeah, it's growing. Uh, it's growing pretty good. And now we have our brand new indoor track, like you mentioned, which we just debuted last week. So and that th- this weekend was the first time you guys ever ran indoor racing. Then it was the first real official day. We had a couple uh, little exhibition runs when we first first finished it uh, in late October, but this was the first one we had. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, open, open to the public kind of thing. On it and uh, our first points race. Oh. So, so what are the kids l- learning with the RC cars then? If you want to explain on that. Yeah, sure. Well, uh, at first, like I mentioned, it was just a club, but uh, now we integrate into our grade nine technologies course. So, uh, the students get a chance to uh, with those six bandits that we have. Uh, we basically go through all the different major systems on the car: so suspension, drivetrain, uh, electronics. And we break down basically how each of those car, each of those components work, uh, just like how they would function on a real car. And then we go ahead and actually take it apart. The parts, let's say it's a shock, we take all the shock absorber and you know look at how it works and look at all different parts actually make up that shock. And then students put it back together and have to explain how it works. And mm-hmm. then we move on to the next part and how they relate to the full size car. And so it's not only playing with them, but they also learn. And then you know basically their tenth of a size of their full size counterparts. So then they're all set for grade 10 when you start working on the full-size things. Unbelievable. Oh, Amazing. man. Amazing. <laughs> it's so past <laughs> Yeah, the kids seem to enjoy it. Uh, oh, could you imagine the trouble we'd be in? 
if we would have had our C's in oh, high God. school, Mike. Yeah, it would have been bad. Oh man, so bad. <laughs> yeah, I and and it's just it, it it I was telling the guys here about exactly what you were talking about, and I kind of put it together. Uh, you know what was going on there, and I was like, it, it is unbelievable. I'm like. It just what they're doing is probably, and I always say it, right? Like I always say, you know, with the kids, these cars are perfect. You learn some mechanics, you learn, you know, how things, the, the, the whole idea behind it, you know, and it's good. It's educational. It, it, it teaches people patience and, and things like that. And then I saw what you guys are doing. I was like, oh my God, this is just, this is mind blowing. Yeah, well, thanks. I'm really happy with how it's going, and it definitely it's becoming part of our school culture there, and it's. uh it's nice to see because lots of the students that we have, you know, like I said, they weren't necessarily interested in other, you know, kind of things that the school had to offer, but they really gravitate towards this. We actually had parents calling, asking us if uh, their son or daughter is actually staying at the school this late because, you know, usually <laughs> don't want to go to school. Now they're actually staying two hours after just so they could work on the cars or race the cars. So oh, it's awesome. It, yeah, it makes it fun for us and fun for them. So it's, uh, everybody wins. Yeah, and then and then the other thing I had really noticed was, um, like, all your racking systems, like the, th- the 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 carts at your tables, your chairs came out, everything that you had, all the track stuff on. Uh, you had said that that was all uh, stuff that was built by the students of the school as well, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, I'm glad you brought that up. So we have that uh, in our tech classes. Uh, yeah, they built our aluminum racks for to hold the store, the carpet, uh, the wood shop built the jumps. Um, and then some of the other classes, they try to incorporate uh, the RC cars as well. So in physics, uh, they you know they try to do some questions that have to do you know if a car is going this fast and it hits an angle like this, you know where is it going to land? And uh, uh, back when we first started the track, like I had my math class, they were figuring out all the dimensions of the track, and we didn't have a timing system yet, so they had to do you know break the track up into tenths, and so they calculated all that and labeled everything. So. Yeah, it becomes uh, more than just in the tech class. It kind of spreads throughout the whole school, so everybody gets a little taste of it. Yeah, I was uh, when I was helping you put the uh, the piping down. I was like, "You guys numbered them all." I was like, <laughs> "Holy <laughs> man!" I was like, <laughs> I was like <laughs> "This is organized to like." I was like, "Man, this looks so." I was bad. like, "This is wild." I was like, "When we put a track together, there's like 600 pipes everywhere, and everyone's scratching their heads, going, okay, how are we gonna make this work?'" Uh, grab that one. <laughs> that might be the right length. No, it's and, the same uh, length as this one. Oh, so yeah, it is. Are you guys planning on like a different track configuration then, like month to month, or is it gonna be the same layout? Well, we were eventually. We definitely like to switch up the layout a little bit. Uh, for the first couple of race things, we'll probably stick with this one just because. Uh, you know, just to keep things uh, simple, but we definitely like to mix it up uh, like you guys have in Sue there and, you know, keep everybody on their toes. <laughs> uh, but for the first couple of races, we'll probably stick with what we have, and then uh, once we get some other designs out there, test yep. them out and have some fun that way. And, and and then the other thing is, is you guys had got that carpet uh, one way or another, I'm not sure the whole story, um, from a, the, the Canada First Robotics it was? Yeah, exactly. Uh, for the past two years, we've been participating in the first robotics competition. And, uh, you know, we've been having fun with that also, kind of. We thought it'd be a good tie in with the RC car stuff and something to do during the winter time. And then uh, last year, I guess you, your name just happens to go into a draw for uh, at the end of each event, each regional event. They, I guess they just get rid of the carpets and having to haul it all over Canada. In the states, so our school, just by pure fluke, won the carpet. So uh, wow. that worked out really good for us because we had about two grand saved up for uh, we we're looking at some new CRC and carpet, but uh, this came up, so we were able to put our money 
into other things for the RC Car Club. So yeah, we won the carpet for free from the first robotics. Uh, the same time we were looking for carpet, so it worked out really good. And and do you know what kind of carpet it is? Like what what we if you were to go to the store and you wanted to buy it, what would you call that? That was uh, oh man, that's a, what was it? It was the uh, I have I don't have the name off. What the heck was it? Now I have to double check. Actually, it was uh, I think it's called Nyland is the brand. Okay. I have I have the specs. I have to put them on our uh, on the Facebook page here because I put a post on the uh, on one of the uh, the other forums to see if this would have been a good uh, you know kind of yeah I remember seeing CRC, it too now that you, now that you say that I just don't remember either. I think it's called Nyland Two Carpet, uh, it's, uh, but I forget the exact name of it. But it's definitely yeah. Nyland Two. What 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 I can tell you is is from my experience the traction was just awesome and zero carpet fibers picked up by the cars and i know yeah, it worked out really good it was uh, we were really kind of worried about this carpet before we got started but it seems like it worked out not bad like i uh yeah it was just it was it worked i mean we'll see as time goes on what it does but uh i'd be curious to know how much it costs you know uh, yeah, as an exactly. alternative to crc because it's not cheap you know i no, mean no no i found out for sure it's uh <laughs> you know, and finding it pennies. finding it used and in decent condition is probably it's still not cheap. Still not cheap and hard to find, right? Because it, it, it's so valuable, so people don't just oh, I'm going to just sell this, right? It's mm-hmm. look at when we bought our carpet. I don't know what our club paid for what we got. Thousand uh, dollars, I think. No, it was more than that. Yeah, it might have been like I think it might have been fifteen hundred or something. Yeah, like which that. was still a steal of a deal. Yeah, but they were replacing it with new stuff. That's right, because if you had to replace the carpet we have now with. CRC, you're looking at like eight grand. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like it's just, it's just crazy. Oh well, yeah, especially with the dollar. Well, and spe- yeah, now, like. I was just gonna say well, with the dollar. Yeah, that's why it gets so high. Yeah, probably closer <laughs> to ten right now. You got to give a, give your first born up just to buy anything in the states right now. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Unless like I said, nice. I just uh, we, we was just, you know, we've gone to a couple things in our area here, and I mean, you guys put on a great show. It was, you know, for the first one you've ever done indoors, you'd never know it. I can tell you that. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate it. We worked hard leading up to it. That's a little bit of a delay getting it uh, starting off our season, but we want to make sure we had it done right and uh, especially appreciate all you guys coming up from from Sioux and, uh, you know, we had some Tim and guys up there. So yeah. if you guys drive all that way, we want to make sure it was, uh, it was worth it. But uh, actually going back to your carpet here, it's, uh, it was the Nyland 220 they call it. Okay. Island 220, and uh, I guess the exact part number is 50510. This guy's good. Um, that's the FRC carpet anyway, so they give, they give it away at the end of each event. So Yeah, it's, it's just, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm curious to see what it is from an expense point of view uh, for you know for ourselves and anybody out there that, that might be thinking. And you're saying it's better or close to the Ozite? I would say you get better traction on it than the Ozite. And, no and fiber at this point, or fuzz. zero. I'm telling you, my cars came off cleaner. I left dirt on their carpet. <laughs> what was the what was the part number on that again? It was uh, Nylan two twenty. Then it, the part number was five zero five one zero. Okay, there I just wanted go. to make sure I got it right. That written down. So uh, yeah, you definitely. I, you Google it. Fun the internet there. I was looking at it last year. So Paul, you guys are also making a schedule change. I saw you post there today from Sundays uh, over to Saturdays now. Yeah, exactly. We had. Uh, we had a little bit of a conflict there for the Saturday, but we resolved that. So now we're good for the rest of the year for Saturdays. So yeah, our next race is going to be on December 19th. 
Perfect. And you guys uh, are on Facebook. Uh, the group is called the Greater Sudbury RC. Yeah, exactly. Greater Sudbury RC. So we put uh, our stuff on uh, all our stuff on that uh, link right now, and we're also in the works of coming up with our own webpage, which hopefully will be online within the next week or two. Oh, right on. So we'll have all the schedule and uh, all the rules and all the classes, and everything posted on there as well. Yeah, and you guys kind of took a page out of our book on the rules and whatnot, eh? Yeah, exactly. We, we definitely used you guys as the model, um, seeing how successful everything is up there. And, and uh, you know, I know lots of our guys were going up there, so trying to make a nice, easy transition for anybody wanting to come up or down and, or do both circuits. So yeah. very, very similar to you guys. That's awesome. Yeah, that makes it uh, very easy. The uh, the only thing that was a little bit different was your two wheel drive open class was uh, a little bit of a change. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't sure what that was until it happened. I thought it was just short course trucks, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh wait, you can run anything. So that yeah, was uh, that was interesting. Yeah, that one we just changed up a little bit to kind of try to help out some of our uh, students that uh, race to try to keep their costs down, so they don't have to buy new systems for the uh, yeah for the indoor stuff. Good idea. Yeah, it's always like a challenge, it. eh, to, to, to make things work for everybody, and sometimes you just got to just stick with something and let people adjust. But, uh, you know, you're you're definitely in your infancy of it, right? So you just do what you got to do. And, and Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know. And as we get more people and more members, then we could uh, expand the classes to suit uh, yeah. everybody's uh, and, and you Yeah, and you guys are basically running kind of like we do, right, where there's really no membership fee uh, or anything like that, right? It's... No, exactly. Just uh, show up and register and uh, have a good time, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, the most important part eh, is have a good time. <laughs> no, that's what it's all about. I mean, that's why, you know, I remember starting this with my dad back in the 80s, and uh, ultimately now I have a 5- and 2-year-old, and, you know, that's why I was really wanting to get this going because hopefully in a couple of years they'll be racing with us too and, yep. you know, and have those same kind of memories that I have back uh, when I used to race when i was a kid so yeah well it can it can definitely be a family hobby or sport yeah i would say i wouldn't say so much a sport i I call it a hobby but you know teach their own but you know it's definitely something and and like i said it's just not you know sitting in front of a tv or a computer you know it gets you out interacting with people you know you're talking to different people you meet all sorts of people doing this oh exactly yeah it's just awesome the, yeah, lots uh, of fun, that's for sure. The other comment that I had made to uh, the guys here was, you know, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't believe the courtesy of everybody, uh, driver's etiquette, which is always something that we talk about uh, in the podcast. You know, what, what's the right thing to do? You know, when you bump into somebody or when the faster guys coming up behind you and and whatnot. And it was just, uh, you know, I just, I couldn't believe it. Like you always kind of run into these situations where you know one guy is just kind of, you know, we'll call it called the bully of the track you know and and it was just everybody when you're up there racing somebody bumped you they apologized they you know they they would communicate the communication was pretty good you know if you were going to come up they would say hey i'm coming behind you you know and that person would uh adjust their line for you and things and uh it's something that at our local club we struggle quite a bit with uh is that driver's etiquette thing um i i believe the 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 problem with the the driver's etiquette thing is is the sheer number of people that we get you know mm-hmm. you, you know when like i was telling you you know we're getting 60 entries up to 110 uh you know the pace of the day becomes a lot faster um 
you know, you got people from all sorts of places. It, it's just a different feeling, you know. Um, but it's something that we try to instill in, in everybody is that that whole driver's etiquette thing. Uh, you know, so something I wanted to compliment uh, the the Sudbury group about was was that. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, well, we're uh, we have, we're not a very big group, but we spend lots of time together because the you know the Greater Sudbury Modelers have their track, their outdoor track in Hanmer as well. So we see each other lots during the summer, and uh, there's not tons of us, so we all get along pretty good, and yeah, it uh, makes for you know, like you said, the ball miners are all just there to have fun. So. Yep. You know, if you're going to get, uh, you know, too stressed out about it or upset, then, you know, that kind of takes some of the fun away. So try to go have a fun day out there and, yeah. you know, and Well, and that's, that's something we're trying to do up here is, is is make that kind of our number one important thing. You know, if you're not having fun, then, you know, uh, you're maybe you're at the wrong place, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> the guys over here yeah. are giving me that look like, holy cow, you just said that kind of thing. But it's it's the truth, you know. I mean, it's you're getting upset and and uh things aren't going your way and maybe it, it's it, it, you know that day you should go home because it's just not working out in your favor and you know we we've seen uh, all sorts of different things happen and at our own track and at other tracks and you yeah. know you know you're well, the, t- bottom, the bottom line is i guess right it's uh we're not doing this as a uh you know we're not doing this to make money or anything like that it's not our job so I mean, that's the only real, I mean, it's awesome to win and stuff, but you, know, you got to have fun at the same time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Jim, Matt, I don't know, I've been kind of... Well, just, you got to go, right? So you yeah, had the interaction and stuff know. like that. So I, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I really wish I could go in December, but that's just that's just not going to happen that close to Christmas yeah, for me. too close to Christmas, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a close one. That's what we were trying to make our schedule kind of complement your guys' schedule there, so... Uh, People uh, from up here can go, and you know we didn't have any overlapping, but that's one of the trade-offs. They have five days before, six days before Christmas, but it's it'll all work out. That's okay. We'll just yeah. eat lots of pizza. Yep. Yeah, oh, that's we right. We'll order there. more pizza next time. Yeah, in the new year, you're you're gonna see a good crew coming up from the Sioux here. I think. Oh yeah. Well, maybe we'll rent a bus. Wicked <laughs> 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 old bus load. <laughs> <laughs> that could be dangerous. That'd be entertaining. Yeah, the more the merrier. Just throw you guys all in the back of my uh, work truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the back of the GFS truck. Yeah. We'll freeze on the way there, but no, we'll I get can there. turn the heat up. Oh yeah, that's oh, true. Eh? It, yeah, it, that it, reefer works both ways. You yeah. have, you have ding, food ding. in there too. No, no, it'd some skids, empty there'd skids, be empty skids. There'd be lots of room for all of our stuff. We could sleep. We could Jimmy rig some lights in there. Jimmy or rig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See where this goes, Paul? It, just, it goes bad really fast. This group of guys are just something else. Yeah, I've been good. Good time. About Paul. So uh, you didn't race, but uh, normally you would. Uh, what was kind of the story on that, Paul? Yeah, normally I, I would love to be out there with you guys, but I was just so busy getting uh, everything ready, uh, you know, for the race itself, and I have time to get my own stuff ready. So hopefully we'll be out there next time, uh, you know, battling out with you guys. Nice for the, uh, you know. For yeah, the I, I know that. So. I know that story all too well because I didn't race at all at our first race either. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's usually Chuck there. Chuck Levac does all the uh, take care of all the computer stuff and everything. So I was learning all the new software and doing all the transponder things and everything else. So yeah, it was uh, it would have been a hard day to try to. Oh yeah, get, there, and there's so the much to going. learn, eh? And but uh, like I was telling Chuck there, we'll uh, we'll get something set up here uh, too to help you guys out with uh, some things. We'll just kind of leave that conversation at that. But uh, yeah. 
we'll streamline things and uh, help you guys through some of the growing pains as much as we can uh, as a club and put them on the fast track. That's it, you know. <laughs> That's right. No and, pun intended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding, eh? But uh, you know, this is uh, this will be our learning year, and uh, next year we'll have all the kinks worked out and. It'll be smooth sailing. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I see you guys were trying to integrate, you know, some volunteer hours in, too, with some of the students, which is great uh, to yeah, help oh with yeah. uh, marshalling, eh? So I'm I'm sure that's always a challenge, uh, getting kids to flip cars, but... Yeah, well, getting the kids, that's a challenge. And the same thing with our guys. There's not tons of us, but we have lots of cars, so uh, everybody almost runs in every class. So trying to find marshals is always a little tricky, so if a few kids want to come out and have fun and... Get some hours at the same time, all the better for us. Yeah, for sure. Well, hopefully it's something that, uh, you know, locally you guys can kind of promote now that you're up and running. Um, you know, like I said to you, uh, the, the SuRC Car Club, uh, I can speak on behalf of everybody from there. You know, uh, we'll be more than willing to help you guys in any way we can. Uh, the MBM Podcast, uh, I'll probably speak for the three of us. We'll do whatever we can. You well, know, that's great. Get well, it thank out you there. very much. I mean, you guys have been... Uh, Tons of help so far, and uh, and uh, it's great to have the support the first race to have you guys come out yeah. and uh, to be on here tonight talking to you. Really appreciate everything. Uh, it's great to have all that support. It makes it a lot easier to, for <laughs> new guys like us to get this going with guys like you. So thank you very much. Oh, you're you're very welcome. I know we have quite the uh, following too. I think from the Barry area, eh, Matt. There's yeah, a, there's a couple so, guys that listen to the podcast. Yeah, there's anyways. a few guys that go to Northern RC a lot. I think, from my understanding, that yeah. listen. So, maybe, so maybe get a few of those guys. We to might come get down. their attention and uh, send them your way now. Awesome. Well, we're going to definitely have a uh, trophy race there sometime before the year flies. So uh, maybe we'll get a few extra guys out for that also, and when, one wh- big one before the before we pack it in and start racing on the dirt again. Yeah. Well, like I said uh, to you guys there, I know we didn't get to chat all that much, but uh, we definitely gonna have to make a plan and make that big. That sounds good to me. Looking <laughs> forward to that already. You know, so uh, th- th- there'll be some hurdles we'll have to jump uh, to make that happen, but we'll definitely uh, we'll figure it out. Figure it out, you know, uh, one way or another. Um, uh, as as many people know, I think I was telling you, you know, we got a 26 foot long car hauler that's packed to. Uh, wall-to-wall from floor to ceiling with our entire track system uh, so we can take it anywhere we want. Oh, man, I can't wait for you to pull that down the highway. You tra- I'm going to follow behind you, and I'm just going to keep having somebody take pictures of my fuel mileage. <laughs> this is what I'm getting right now, buddy. Yeah, yeah. That, that'll be the biggest challenge is paying for gas pulling that down the highway. But, we'll, we'll like I said, we'll figure that out. And uh, If you build it, they will come. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it'll be huge, and you know we'll, we can promote the promote it like crazy, and and I find that uh, Facebook is probably one of the best ways to get the news out, and a little bit of money on Facebook doing the uh, boosting of posts goes. Okay. Then everybody I'm, I'm sees you, it. Oh, I'm telling you, know, you, man, gets all up in everybody's business. Every time I spend twenty, thirty dollars <laughs> on our club page, our yeah. likes go up. Our Remind me Everything about it because up. it shows up on my Facebook page page like fifteen <laughs> times. I'm going like, how much money did he spend on this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so that's kind of a little hint there for you, Paul, is... Uh, Got to spend money to make money. Exactly. Yeah. You know, throwing a little bit into the Facebook page, uh, you know, like I said, boosting the post with your schedule, for example, is a great way to get a lot of people to see it. Yeah. Well, that's a good idea. Never thought of that. Thank yeah. you very much. Good tip. Yeah, that gets a lot of people, you know, so as we get closer to these bigger races at the end of the year, uh, we're hoping to be able to do something really big. Uh, 
I got the hook in uh, with Matt here on renting one of the local smaller hockey uh, arena kind of deals. Yep. Oh, cool. And uh, that place is huge, uh, so hopefully that can happen. We'll see what we can do in this. Uh, I just I got to find out when they peeled all the ice out because as soon as all the ice is out, then it's free. Well, game we're, for we're us good to till May, so we can do it in May, June. I don't care. We don't do anything outdoors here, so. Well, I'm just oh, thinking good. if we do our like third annual spring classic kind of situation to yep. be best to do it there yeah that's what i'm talking about huge track right and uh you know like i said the more the merrier the more the carpet because we'll be on the hunt for more carpet to do that i can promise you right now yeah sounds good i'm sure we could <laughs> arrange something there yeah. to, to make uh to get that carpet up there one way or another how tall are those racks of yours uh the racks are they're about well. They're they're low enough to fit through doors, but the trailer would be tricky. It depends yeah. on how tall the trailer is. But seventy-two the inches comes off the rack easy too. We could just pull it <laughs> off and how long are they? Like we used to do. How long are those rolls? <laughs> fifteen like, feet. So they're fifteen. They're fifteen and feet how? wide and about thirty-five feet long. They're fifteen feet wide. Yeah. Holy oh. cow! See, ours is ten. <laughs> yeah, well, I think this stuff was custom made for this robotics thing there, because like the 12. color and everything. I I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, and, and actually, I think I was wrong. Ours are 12, so you got, yeah, there's 12, a couple yeah. feet. And, you know, they're they're 15, just, uh, that's a challenge there to fit this thing through any doors. Yeah, that, that, that cool. cart was a monster. <laughs> yeah, it was like precision. <laughs> but, <laughs> it was, uh, we had it all drawn on the floor first to make sure it would actually slide through and get to the gym. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it so. all worked out. It was close. So it was a couple of hairy moments, but we got her. Yeah, yeah, with the pipes there on top. Now, next time when uh, they get loaded up there, we'll know to kind of keep them... Uh, <laughs> within the uh, the the realm of uh, the, those end bars, eh? That you had. Yeah, well, well, we got to put a. This is one of those more things to work. We want to put some plywood underneath it there, so we don't have to worry about them falling out. I was but. just going to say because that's what we had to do uh, in our trailer setup. I, have you looked at our Facebook page much? If you go yeah, on, yeah, okay, I was just on it. Uh, I was on your Facebook page today, or I've been on before, but today I noticed your trailer there. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. a big setup. I would say thirty six hundred kilograms or something like that. Um, or sixty three hundred. We empty the trailer with the racks in it, the metal racks we built. It was 5,060 pounds. And when we took it and weighed it with uh, pretty much everything in it, there was a few things missing. It came in at 7,400 pounds total. 7,400 pounds, that's pretty heavy. <laughs> and uh, I'm willing to bet after we added the few other things, you know, we're, we're definitely into the realm of 75, 7,600 pounds. Yeah, it's a pretty heavy-duty yeah. setup for sure. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that's a, that's a lot, of, lot of weight going down the highway behind a by behind a pickup truck. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. You want to make sure the roads are half decent before yeah. you head off of that sucker. Yeah, I got a feeling that 4x4 four four will be in the uh, near future of my truck and that trailer. But <laughs> Yeah, more than likely. Oh, we haven't gotten any snow yet. Not yet. Not yet. It was pretty icy out there in the Sudbury area when I was there, though. Come on, you yeah, used 4x4? Well, yeah, we four? had uh, the freezing rain on the Friday before the race, so... Yeah. Not much snow, but yeah, pretty sloppy still. So it's okay. I'll take it. We started getting snow at the beginning of November last year. So yeah, no kidding. First of December, yeah. no snow on the ground. I'm okay with that, especially with what I do. I'm really okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you've been good for a while longer then. Yeah, I've been looking at the extended forecast. It's not calling for snow anytime soon. Sweet. Good for good for driving. Not so good for sledders, but uh, yeah, you race snow machines. You said, eh? Yeah, yeah, we race uh, vintage sleds there. On the Eastern Pro Tour. Oh, wow. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it's fun. They're probably going to be retiring soon, though, and uh, focus uh, 
focus on this for a while and save a little bit of money and <laughs> a little bit this is a little bit easier on the body than uh than racing snow machines so <laughs> oh i'd imagine except for except for when you decide to just fall right in the middle of the track in the middle of a race oh yeah. man yeah that was a good one yeah yeah that i i still can't explain that all i know is, is my ankle has been reminding me since what did you do i didn't tell you no oh I, did you become another like dude i <laughs> Did you become I another just, speed bump? I, I can't even tell this story without laughing hysterically. So I don't like wearing my hat when I'm racing. Like I'll wear my hat, but not when I'm driving. That's what I found. I wear my hat. It drives me nuts. So I got on the driver's stand for my race. I had my hat on my head. I took my hat off. I put it on the the rest of their stand rack, thing, yeah, yeah. whatever. So race finished. I got off the track. I went put my car down. I was like, oh, my hat. So at this point, uh, the stadium truck race had started. So there was only three guys in it. So they're going around the track together in a pack. I'm like, okay, here's my opportunity to cross the track now, right? So basically it was two lanes, three pieces of pipe, you know, five, six feet apart, whatever. So I step off the gym floor onto the track. I'm to the middle. I I don't know what I did. I don't even remember where my foot was, but I hit the floor like a sack of potatoes. Like, I mean, I went from standing up to on my face on the floor and Charles Stadium truck coming at my head. I, mean, I think everybody did that po- moment of what the heck just happened to this guy? Like, do we need an ambulance? And then, it, and then, you know, I kind of shook it off and got up and said, no, no, I'm okay. And I mean, the poor guys on the driver's stand are just dying laughing. And they're like, what just happened? I'm like, I have no idea. It's just, Smooth oh man, it was, it was slick. See, your timing should have been, I'm fat. Okay. I know. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. I just. Uh, I don't even. I don't even think I was embarrassed. That's the scary part, though. I was just like, whatever. <laughs> but you got your I just back, wanted right? to lay down. Oh yeah, well, I, I, once I got off the track, I had to kind of stand at the side for a minute there and like gather myself because I was like, <laughs> cool. Yeah, like I did that on purpose, everybody. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those moments that I don't think anybody that was there is going to forget. <laughs> I don't know. My ankle just rolled, and I don't remember if it was coming down on it or putting weight all my weight onto it. I don't know. Clearly, I need to lose weight. Well, that's <laughs> what uh, lots of people don't realize how physical this RC stuff is. There, between uh, chasing after cars and flipping them over, and you get a good workout there. Yeah. Just not standing around all day. Yeah, and never mind doing the track setup and track teardown and track maintenance and. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't end. So, are you gonna try to make it up to one of our races, Paul, with the guys, or what's your? Oh yeah, for sure. We're going once we once I get a uh, my car running uh, half decent there. Now that, like I said, the snowmobile racing is kind of uh, on the back burner there for a bit. So yeah, I should definitely be able to make it up there uh, once or twice for sure, and uh, yeah. go check out what you guys are doing and learn a few things. Oh, absolutely. I yeah, would be more than happy to uh, share our secrets. I with wouldn't you. dare listen a word I say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm out of questions, and uh, probably you got to get going there, Paul. I don't know. Uh, you guys have anything you want to add here? I'm good. I'm good. No, oh, well, obviously, thanks for coming on. I can't wait to get a chance to meet you and get a chance to go and race with all those guys in Sudbury. That'll be fun. Hey, that was awesome. Well, thank you very much for having me there. It's been a pleasure. Well, that's not a problem at all. Anytime. Well, Anytime you got anything you want to talk about, we'll have you on. Awesome. Well, sounds good. And uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing all you guys either uh, in, in town here or in Sioux. Yeah. One way or another, it's going to happen. That's right. So. <laughs> it's, it's inevitable. So uh, make sure you check them out. Greater Sudbury RC right now. Uh, I believe he did say there will be a Backtracks 
Facebook page but, soon? Uh, or own website, website he was saying. Website, so we'll website. get that information out there. Yep. And uh, we'll get you some links, Paul, to post uh, for people to listen to the podcast. Oh, perfect. I'm sure uh, you'll be able to share that around the school, and that'll travel probably like wildfire. Yeah, that sounds good to me. That'd be awesome. Mr. Mr. Uh, Mayo on the radio. <laughs> Mayhew, right. Mayhew, Mayhew. not Mayo. Mayo. I still Mayo. can't say his name. Maylox, Mayo, Mayu, Mayu, whatever. I'll get Mayhew. it right. One. Uh, yeah. it, you know what, man? I look at names and I'm just like, okay, what the heck is that? And it'll be like the simplest name, like Mike. <laughs> it just—it's like a dyslexia. <laughs> I can't even say my own name. What yeah, is that? It's, it's it's brutal. That's why I'm just gonna call you Paul. That sounds good. That's uh, <laughs> that's that's a nice easy one. Uh, I'm sure you hear all sorts of renditions of it. I sure do almost every day. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Good night from me, Paul. Uh, stay safe, stay warm, and we'll see you in uh, about a month. Sounds good, guys. We'll have a good one, and uh, Merry Christmas if I don't see you before then. Yes, for sure. Have a good one, Paul. Okay. See you, Paul. Thanks a lot. Talk to you good later, night. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. So there you have it. That was good. Paul M. We let you do most of the talking. That was a nice one. I know, you're like sitting over there clicking and looking and Jim's falling asleep. Well, I was trying to actually find information about that carpet. Did you find anything? No. Ugh. I did, however, find Paul's post on RC Tech asking about it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, like I said, uh, just from the conversation, you can kind of get a feel for the type of guys that they are. And uh, Yeah, yeah. Polite Canadians. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. I'm telling you. The, I guess the further north you go, well, they're not even further north. They're actually south to us, eh? Yeah. So whatever. The further you go into Canada, the nicer we get. Apparently. True. true. Very so true. what do you think? We take a break? I think we can take a break. Come take back break. and uh, I don't even know what we're going to talk about. We'll find something oh, to talk about. Oh, we got about. big plans. We got big plans. We got to talk about Jim's boat. Boat? Oh, yeah. Rub and tug. <laughs> is that what you're calling it? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, it nice. is a tugboat, so. You can call it whatever you want. You Jim. put that much time into it, you can call it anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. All right, well, let's take a so take a break, and break then we'll be back. For talk about Rub and Tug. Awesome. <laughs> Good business. <laughs> you guys are listening to the MBM Podcast. We'll be back right after this. Are you looking for a custom T-shirt, hoodie, pit mat, or even custom vinyl for your house or home? Look no further than Dutch Oven Designs. They take pride in giving you the highest amount of detail in your design that is possible. All this while offering their products at a reasonable cost. Dutch Oven Designs. Quality is just a standard for them. We're back from our short little break. You're, of course, listening to the MBM Podcast with myself, Matt, Jim, also known as Buck, I just went limp here. Hold on. And Mike, oh, you, uh, yeah, don't twist it too hard. However, oh. if you do break it, I do have extra new bolts and nuts like I did on mine. You've been doing pretty good. <laughs> no comment. Just leave me hanging. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, he left out the other M, which is Mike. I'm still he here. He interrupted me because he went limp with his microphone I'm stand. I'm back now, though. Watch out. <laughs> so before we went for break, Jim, yeah. we, were we were talking, talking about, about a rub and tug. Rub and tug. A rub and tug. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Money roll. And, no, anyway, you gonna smash a bottle on the front of that thing when you put it in the water the first time? I just might. It's been taking a while. So Sorry. tell everybody what. Tell give us the details. We gotta get some pictures posted. Okay, well, we're, we're into racing boats, right? No, we're not. Well, 
We're into running boats we around do, in running circles. Running boats around in a circle. Right? Endlessly. <laughs> until, Endlessly. We, until we run out of batteries. So, like, okay, I'm good for a month. When we had a, a boat tragedy, like a flip or a sinkage, we we would, oh, and then me, I'd pipe up, I wish I had a tugboat. It'd be so cool. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I'm, one day I'm home alone looking at the internet. <laughs> Like the pictures, thing. very dangerous. Like now, now, Mike, when we're home alone, I don't think we look at the same things my Jim does <laughs> on the internet. So, uh, not. I was born in 1977. I'm looking at tugboats, right? Because I want to get a tugboat, and I'm looking at everything in this guy work. Make a long story short, he's got one. He's trying to sell it, but I didn't buy it. It's too big. Well, here's this 1977 year I was born. Springer tugboat. Are you like the look of it? It's not your modern day tractor tug where it spins on a dime and goes left right and you know crab crawl and all that stuff so i was looking at it i was like you know what i think i could do it i think i could make this out of wood because i got a background in high school woodworking if you will you know i got a i I got a big scroll saw sitting (laughs) on the garage i got money i can buy some wood i think it's doable so Go to Home Depot, look everything I need, and okay, this plywood, that this is there, that's there, this is there. I think I can do it. Three nights later, him and Han sleeping on it. Can I do it? Can it be done? Next thing you know, buying plywood and balsa wood and all that stuff. Here I got the bottom made. And what this guy has is a picture of it, and I'm just tackling it page by page. So each page I turn, here's another picture of it. So I'm doing what he did. He did, but what he did is a 16 by 8, so 16 long by 8 wide. Right. Well, I doubled it. I went 16 wide by 32. <laughs> so now the scale's off. Inches? So inches? Yeah, I just went all in. Mike, you, you know those big uh, gravedigger tires he has? Yeah. Those big rubber empty ones? The back end of it sits up on one of those. <laughs> like it's underneath. <laughs> like it's underneath holding up. Dude, this thing is so big. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's big. You and building a trailer for it? <laughs> no, I. But it's actually light, so I'm I'm into it now, to the point where like I'm on the cab section, if you will. Like if you could picture a tugboat from the '70s, the cab area, I'm onto that. So there's a lid for it that comes off to, that goes inside to where I'm going to put all the electronics. So that lid is now on the top of the cab. I'm on that portion. But through life, you know, comes a basement reno. This that kid's <laughs> wife can only get out there one hour a night. So you go out there, you do a little bit of the at a time you glue this how do you that. manage just to stay out there for an hour because i'll come down here and say oh, i'm going to be down there for an hour and i look up the clock and go oh well i should have went to bed two hours ago yeah, usually 11 o'clock at night i shut her down but <laughs> i'm out there around 9 9 30 till 11 and it, you know next thing i know that two hours that i have or hour and a half goes by like that and it, it's really enjoyable like the woodworking aspect of it like me and the scroll saw like and I can tinker away, glue. I bought clamps. I didn't have clamps. I had to buy all this stuff for it. And to what the picture looks like, at this point, I'm halfway through. It's bang on, if not better. So I'm really proud of myself for that. We'll have to get some pictures. Yeah, yeah. I, and like right now, I was just telling the guys that, that I'm at the brass railing stage. Don't know a thing about brass. Don't know how to braise it. But I did it. I made them. And they look better than the actual picture. The actual real tugboat. So... Whatever. Yeah, brass brazing. Yeah, that that wouldn't be too too bad if somebody's got the like a little torch or. But I had to use brass because I wanted to bend it. Of course, I was gonna get this whole bender thing. Well, you can just bend it with your thumb, right? But in the picture, they're they're just painted black, so it could have been anything. But I was like, well, what can I bend? Well, here at, at our local store, Canadian Tire, it's like a 
Home uh, Home Depot, whatever you want to call it, bought brass, $7 a thing. So you, at that point, you can't mess up. Well, here I bent it. Here it looks like the real thing. Set it in there. Bing, bang, boom. Holy man, I surprised myself. <laughs> yeah. See, now I should have bought that. I was going to buy one of those little jeweler's torches. For doing like little brazing like that. Yeah, well, like I I know some people in town now that we've been pointing pointing out to that they can actually braze, and I'll have to get them to come over because it's all little pieces. Like you know, you got the railing, and then you got the the piece that goes down through to the floor, if you will, of the boat. Like I mean, there's all these names for the boat, but I I don't know the names of the aft and you know stuff like that. You don't care. And Front, I don't care. back, side, or I'm side. I'm just copying a picture, and I'm <laughs> trying to make it bang on to what the picture is. And I will always win, so. Yeah. And it looks good. <laughs> my my other half just tagged us both in a post on Facebook oh that boy. has to do with farting. Oh, I'm not surprised. She always <laughs> does. Hang 11 on. extremely important facts about farting. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> this just came to my attention. Breaking news. So, yeah, so the boat thing's going well. Yes, it is. Jim also has a uh, Yeti for sale. Yes, I do. You're asking what? Four hundred American? Yeah, which I think is four hundred U.S. And give price. give us the details. What what do you all got in that it's baby? It's loaded with Vanquish parts. It's just dripping with Vanquish aluminum junk, not junk. <laughs> <laughs> so you're trying to sell it, right? Like everything, eh? Like you got the rear yeah. end changed in it. And yeah, all Vanquish stuff. the The front steering is all Vanquish. Vanquish light bar. I got the fake aluminum brakes on there. You know the disc brakes. I'll buy it off you, Jim. It's method. Well, I'll sell it to you, Mike. For four hundred Canadian? No. Well, at this point, no one's biting Mike, so maybe you oh might get God, it. Oh my God, that's the steal of a deal right there. I'll tell you what. Think about it, Jim. Oh, I've already. Th- <laughs> you show me cash; it's gone. <laughs> we'll have to work out a payment plan. It's there Christmas. I'm broke. Yeah, we'll put you on the Jim Buchanan payment plan. Yeah, I need to take a loan from the bank of Buchanan. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You've been taking loans out on that basement right away, bad eh? Oh, holy jumping! You lost a window in the basement, I hear. Yeah, well. Of course, they, they said, you know, you should take that, ba- that window there. That's <laughs> of course, it's more money for you. Yeah, so but you now it don't leak. Like, what happened? You had a foundation leak? Yeah, uh, it was gone in June. I thought I had it or lick because I, I sealed the foundation with like a like a tar caulking gun type thing. From the inside? From, from the outside, I, 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 I sealed it. And it rained all summer, right? Well, not all summer, but, you know, it rained off, off and yeah. on. And it never leaked the basement. So here I thought it had to lick. So the wife and I were saying, well, let's do this one we have a bar downstairs that we call the Regal Beagle from the Three's Company days <laughs> and we want to do Regal Beagle 2.0 you know like upgrade it what what that would look like now the wife and I are just nuts so you know fake plastic rock wall and you know make it more high end gla- yeah, yeah. glass in there stripper pole the whole works <laughs> 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 strobe lights strobe light, disco oh, yeah. balls oh yeah just you know, one of them clear swings, you know, so the girls can swing. Anyway. Oh, you're going like oh, yeah. fancy pantsy here. Yeah, and then we're gonna have a big what? party in January. I was gonna say, when's the grand opening? In in January, when. Uh, so if anybody's interested, there'll be a huge party at Jim's house. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's Play gonna be January. Darts? Dart tourney. Dart tourney. Holy oh, Rudy man. be there. Yeah, oh nice. yeah, you gotta watch out for him, dude. You have no idea. Yeah. When Rudy's playing darts, he swings it like duck. a pitcher. Doc, dude, I don't <laughs> even understand how this guy throws he's like, darts. He's like David Price coming yeah, in. Yeah, like he's, dude, he, he, he comes back like this. 
and yeah. like it hits and, and when he goes to pull it off he's got to get on he's there he's got to like... hold the board <laughs> and hold the, yeah, it's... oh that's not good yeah right on so yeah you've just been busy with that eh so yeah not, so not a lot of time for the boat not a lot of time for the boat but I'm, i've been trying tinkering away but that's the fun part you know that's my time to escape yeah no kids no wife no wife no kids <laughs> I, I go to the garage it's cold it's not heated but still i'm out there drinking beer drinking pop more pop than beer but <laughs> i could tell yeah, I know. I've been packing her on. Eh? <laughs> you know, it's my winter coat. <laughs> it's okay. I'm no better. Well, I've been starting to ride the fat bike again, which there's no snow, but still. That's uh, a workout and a half, eh? Oh, you should see the sweat coming off me. I bet. Just <laughs> like rolling <laughs> off me. <laughs> like, a, like a tree in the Amazon. Yeah, but then I went for a ride last night, the same ride that I took like four nights ago. And I was back in about uh, 45 minutes. Well, the first night it took me about three hours. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, like God. I used to ride bikes, right? So right. I, I could tell that. Yeah. yeah. I had to bump up the intensity. Nice. Back when I used to so race you, cadet. You uh, back, uh, you know, back to the RC stuff. Did you, you you went to Casey's last race, eh? Yes, I did. It was a good time. I, I actually want to talk about Casey's race. Talk about, about it then. Okay, I will. I want to talk about Casey Hobbies and Raceway. Casey Hobbies and Raceway. Same. Ignis, Michigan. I want to talk about how fun it was getting there, but I want to talk about um, getting there. Why was it? F- tell us why was it fun getting there? Well, <laughs> just the, the guy I'm going with. He, you know, he's on. Hev- he's heavily medicated, so I always find that fun when he hits the uh, what's that? The speed bumps on the side of the road there. That you know, we're all kind of <laughs> the you find that fun. That fun for you, he'll, Jim? He'll ride that for about half a mile. <laughs> 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 and I got a death grip on the door, like. And oh. this this excites you? It does. I'm I'm a little messed up. Wow. I know. I know. Wow. So note yeah. to self: never take a ride from that guy. No, but before that, we went to. Uh, I, I I called him the night before. I said, Mike, we can't go to the big boy in the morning. Uh, if you want to go separately, blah, blah blah. He said, No. Why? Why? why where do you got mine? I go. Well, at Weirs, I have a package. What I had at Weirs was an Emery Works fabrication custom custom grave digger chassis so i asked mike can we go there sure sure enough get there at nine o'clock as soon as it open and i tear into that box like christmas morning me six years old again <laughs> oh my god <laughs> if you go to emery works fabrication you'll see the grave digger it's probably like a few pages back now no, you don't even have to go pages just go into his um <clears throat> his photo section I'm doing it right now, actually, because I've I. What's funny is I seen it right because I follow this guy on Facebook, and you know everybody's going, "Oh my God, look at that thing! That thing's insane!" and blah blah blah. I'm like, I know whose that is. Yep. <laughs> to get it in my hands, it weighs as much as a two-wheel drive buggy with no electronics or motor in it. That's how light it is. Wow! It's hollow tube framing, and when I had to build, I told him I want a racer because I want to race it in, in the Kalkaska, the monster truck class. So I don't want no cab. I don't want no steering wheel, which would be cool because I'm all about scale. I just want it to be, you know, when it drives, the back end's going to sink down. She's going to go around the corner sideways and just, you know, haul an ass. <laughs> that's what I wanted. <laughs> and that's what he delivered. So kudos to him for delivering that. Of course, I, I gave him a copy of the New Bright plastic chassis. He copied it to, to a T. He had to make some adjustments because I wanted a Wraith um, bottom chassis plate. You know, the plastic uh, transmission stuff yeah. there, they call it, or whatever it is. So it looks a little different on the bottom, mm-hmm. but I wanted to run Wraith, Monster Truck class. 
Jim Buchanan. Here we go. Check that out, dude. Jim, Jim, Jimbo. You got it up there, Mike? I will in a second. Shabam. And then I uh, got a local airbrush guy in town, the guy we race with. Mr. Uh, Daniel Lukalala. Yes, and he's quite good because uh, at this point, when you drop that much money on a custom chassis, you just don't want to slap up some Canadian tire paint on it. And Why it not? It. Well, I thought about it, but... Yeah, that thing's a work of art right there, Jim. Yeah, it, the, the the key for Dan now is just to get it uh, the gravedigger green, uh, bang on, which mm-hmm. is a hard color to find. Even on the when you Google it, you can't even find the paint number for it. I tried. And try, I talked to a few people that I know that are in that industry to try and get my hands on it, and unfortunately, the guy just hasn't been around that particular kind of shop. Yeah, it's not a it's not a neon. It's not a fluorescent. It's a little darker. It's, it's gravedigger green. Yeah. Good luck finding it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what, it's a beautiful thing. And then I'll get the Hey OK uh, guy for the lights uh, on the side of the body. There's uh, that little ghost creature. Hey OK, that's what it was. Yeah. I'm telling you, I posted up that thing and I wish I would have saved everything like your Yeti. Yeah, my Yeti has the Hey OK. Uh, yeah, K-O-H. I'm just going through everything. It's like, OK, it's got two rigid one inch LED light bars. It's got a uh, the Vanquish big one on top. It's got friggin' yeah. flux capacitor. If it doesn't sell soon, we'll have to take it off there and just have to live with it. Stuck being stuck with it. I'm not really stuck with it because I still will run it. I'll but buy it. I told you I'll buy it off you. But there's a bigger toy I want to get. What is it? The RR10. Yeah. RR10. By Axel. Would you trade yes. one straight up? Like if I were able to hand you like an RR10 bomber for that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make a phone call. I'm gonna see if I can get three of those RR10 bombers. You do it, do it now, do it now. Why not? We could post videos of how much fun we have with them. What are you? Are you gonna be okay over there, Mike? Like you must be concentrating. I'm just looking up the RR10 bomber. Oh, you've never seen it yet? It is no. pretty. You've been living underneath the rock. Yeah, man, I've been so disconnected. I seen I seen a video of don't two watch, guys. Don't watch the video of it because you'll. I seen a video of two guys with two RR10 bombers hooked up with a strap on carpet, and they literally there's so much torque, right? They they kind of do the chassis twist, lift the one tire off, mm-hmm. and they're sitting there. They're deadlocked, and you can hear the slippery clutch every once in a while, kind of slip in the one. Then the next thing you know, the one just kind of goes up in smoke. <laughs> hmm. They are uh, they are pretty cool. So what's what's nicer about this than the Yeti? Oh my God, Mike! I'm gonna come over there and. Just Jim's all about the scale. Randy Swanson. I know. I see him right here. You see him right there. 2010, yeah. and last year, King of Hammers champion. Yeah. Sorry, 2012, and 2010. I think he's only won it twice. That's it. Well, he's one of the original guys. Yeah, yeah. And they made a copy of his. It's pretty sweet. Oh, I got big plans in my head for that. <laughs> It'll get uh, dripping in uh, Vanquish? More than likely, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we had to unload the Yeti because the Yeti uh, just can't hold a candle to that it's anymore. time for it to go. You're bored with it. Oh, excuse me. No, no, I'm not bored with it. I've I've, I've used it. Just that there's better things in my mind out there. Of course. Like the RR10. So I think we're what are we thinking here, Matt. Wrap it up. Yeah, pretty much. I think we're going to be doing an episode here uh, coming up soon with uh, Kurt, the coach, Wagner. 
<laughs> Kurt, the coach. I think it's Wagner. Wag- Wagner. Where's he from, Matt? Uh, well, okay. So now we're gonna get into this, aren't we? Well, I just it's either Shell or I just, I, I'm gonna go with Wenger. Kurt, the coach, Wenger. I just wanted the short version of where he was from. I'm pretty sure he's from Shell. All right. We race this weekend. What are we going to do? Try to get together next Tuesday again? Sure. I think that's the plan. And then, like we were saying earlier, every tu- every second Tuesday, we're going to try to make this happen. Yeah. We probably won't coincide it with race days. We'll just talk about race days as we hit them. Yeah, all. exactly. I think that's exactly. the safest thing to do. Sounds good. And then we give these listeners something to listen to more often. Frequently and yeah. uh, you know, on a schedule and whatnot. This one came out of nowhere. Me and Matt were talking this morning and said, ah, I wonder what Jim's doing. Yeah. Got a hold of Jim around lunch hour and Mary said, was. let's do and it. And then I took a nap after I hung up with you guys. It was so nice. <laughs> it was so good. So Put my phone on silent. Lots of stuff coming out of the Evil Empire machine. Yes. All sorts of fun stuff going on over Stay there. Stay tuned for that. We'll probably yeah. have him on in the near future as well. Our uh, friend uh, Rick Sefrud there from Gone Banana Racing Skins, he's... Uh, in full force foam tire making machine as well. Every night I see the pictures of the foam tires he's put together. I'm like, oh man. Like, how many are in that picture? 50, 60 sets? Like, the, one, oh. the one was like 45 pair. It was, it was like, just, oh it was God. absurd. It was like, wow. He's actually sending me up uh, a set of tires that I, or two sets of tires mm-hmm. that I bought off him and his laptop that blew up. If you follow him on Facebook. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> I told him, I said, well, send your laptop with the tires. I said, I'll fix you up, man. So, see, see what, what we can, can do. do. Yeah, oh, oh, the one with the drive problem, right? Yeah, he said it just endlessly sits there and uh, boot loops in the Windows boot recovery thingamajigger. Perfect. So, I'll just pull the drive out, get his data, fix it up for him, help him out. Mike will figure it out. Mike to the rescue. I you do got wanna, anything? I do want to say that since I put his uh, foam short course tires on, it's been... Unbelievable, eh? Oh, I know. I mean, Victory Lane, smiling. Those MKS servos, too. Who did I sell one to? I sold one to... Creighton. Yeah. And Jarrett was just like, oh, my God. He's yeah. like, that thing is awesome. Like, I told you, dude. I told you. Those well, M- all summer long, they, they've been struggling with those Traxxas because uh, they go to the Best Buy, buy the Traxxas. Yeah, they buy, well, they buy, yeah, they buy the direct replacement parts, right? And, yeah. I mean, let's be realistic. Everybody does that, though. There's so many people that are new to RC yeah. do the exact same thing. I, uh, they blow up a servo. They go, okay, which one do I need to replace it so I have the same one? Yeah, and they get the same one, and, and they don't realize. Yeah. And $30, $30. Next thing you know. Well, that's it, right? Yeah. Spend the $100 on, on – and it doesn't – you know what? Let's just be realistic. It doesn't have to be an MKS. We're, we're partial to MK. Me and Matt are anyways. Jim, I don't know where you're at with that stuff, but. He runs Savox. I still dominate. Evil, evil Savox. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, for the price, you cannot beat these MKSs. No. But even that, the pro, a, a Protech server will, servo will be a million times better than that Traxxas stock, yeah. plastic geared, shred your life <laughs> servo. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I've been so happy. It was so nice. Oh, man. And, I can't and, wait for this weekend. Yeah, this weekend's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing some of that Evil Empire stuff, too. I'd like to get my hands on... get You know, I mean, I got my Tekken stuff, which is supposed to be, you know, the stuff, as I make quotes <laughs> with my fingers. <laughs> Air quotes. You we know. still need to talk to Randy about having him on. Yeah, I kind of talked out. to him about having him on right when he was getting ready to open up that track and relocating yeah. his family and... Doing that whole rigmarole, so it was a bit of a hit and miss thing. But I'm now with our uh, yeah. schedule, we should be able to get him on. 
Well, I'd like to know what's new in those Gen 3 motors and, and whatnot. What makes them so special? Yeah. I'd and, really like uh, to get my hands on one and compare it to the evil motor I've been running. And, you know, like again, we can get into this conversation very quickly, you know. The biggest thing about the Evil Empire stuff that is attractive is the price. You're going to get something. It's just like, and again, you know, the SMC motors and stuff. Like, you know, we can't forget about Danny at SMC because his motor and ESCs are still, that's all you run, eh, Jim? For the no, most part? No. Just, no, you moved away the from ESCs. that? The ESCs. You run the ESCs. But not the motors. And motors you use whatever, Trinities, I think, eh? Yeah. So, regardless, you know, it, it's... I'm telling you right now, the stuff that that the stuff that Michael's doing with the Evil Empire stuff is not just your run of the mill contacting a factory and saying I want fifty units of grade D ESCs. Right. With B software package, he's taking the time. He's telling them what kind of products, like as far as FETs and stuff like that, he wants in the ESCs. When it comes down to the motors, there's specific things that he wants done with the motors. Um, as opposed to, like I said, just grabbing one off the shelf. So the price point's great, and I'm telling you right now, if the production models are anything like what I'm running in my B5M, people are going to crap themselves. Wow. That's all I have to say. <laughs> be I better get your depends on that. I'm serious. It, well, it's like when you took that 3.5 Trinity and put in your B5M. And you kept changing the gearing, going, it's not getting hot. You kept changing it. still the gear. doesn't it's get hot. Dude, I took the end bell timing on that motor this weekend yeah. and just went bonk, yeah. all the way up. And I was like, okay. It's got to get warm. It didn't. Yeah, I know. It didn't get warm. <laughs> I'm like, how do you make this thing get hot? It would get warm, but it wouldn't get hot. I'm like, I don't understand it. Is it, is it the three gear transmission? I doubt it. Well, yours might help a little, but you know, because you're running the MIP yeah, the aluminum whole, the, heat the, sink. Whole, the whole back end of the the, the B5M <laughs> is, a, is a heat sink at this point. But but no, it, and I mean, it, it that was I know one of the biggest conversations that's been going on is is whatever's going on in these motors. The there's zero heat, and if you know anything about anything in electricity and power, heat is just a byproduct of uh, uh it's a loss. If something's getting really hot, it's just, it's energy wasted. Yeah. So it's an efficiency thing. It, the cooler the motor is, that means more of the power that you are t- drawing out of your batteries is going to forward motion of your RC. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, and, and that's just the simple way of saying it. And you want to get rid of your Trinity motors? Well, I, I, I mean, I like the Trinity, but I mean. Did, did, He's keeping his mind what, open to what, trying new things. Yeah. What, what, what? What the future holds at Evil Empire for the MBM podcast is just mind blowing. Yes, and uh, Jim, I'm, I know that you're you you like to stick to what it you works. got, but I'm, no, but I'm telling you, man, you you're not on the Facebook. You don't no, see I what know, these I guys know. are doing, and the testing is unbelievable. Now, a lot of it's eight scale platform stuff. Yeah. So, but the ten scales coming. There's lots to learn with the eight scale stuff, and it can be translated into ten scale motors. Mm-hmm. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, I got a feeling that uh, everything is going to be overkill in the sense of, you know, the ESC and whatnot will be able to handle much more than just a 540 can motor, you know. Yeah, um, I, I, I haven't spoke too too much about what his plans are, but I believe yeah. I want to say it's 120 amp ESC. Which is plenty. For 10 scale. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Where the real test would be is, and, and I know that there's been the conversation that we all need to have a, a talk 
Uh, I got that device. I should try to get that up and running for this mm -hmm. race to collect some data for them. But it's the 4x4 short course trucks. That is going to be the biggest, the heaviest, and the baddest tent scale and platform. he can get he can he's been he's working on a four pole 540 can which is very similar to like the pro four that's what i'm saying years, yeah so if he, if, if you want to do testing that's the platform to start your testing because yeah. if you can take that and then put it in a tent scale buggy that is a tenth of the weight of a sc10 four by four for example with an exotech chassis yeah or the durango or whatever it was i picked up in sudbury this weekend where i was like this thing weighs more than my eight scale. Yeah. I was like, well, what because the, the Durango, the Durangos and the Technos are bu built off of eight scale chassis. That's right. So, but they, I was like, literally, is there cement on the chassis yeah. of this thing? Like, it was so heavy. You when I flipped it. it over, I was like, <laughs> oh my god, this thing is like literally got to weigh at least twenty pounds. It's like you go pick it up and you drop it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, like no, do? but it was literally like that. Like it was like you know when you go to pick something up and yeah. you're like. Oh, how heavy can that be? And you pick it up. You're like, oh, that's literally what I did. I was like, that is in incredible how much that thing weighed. I was like, how is it getting air on the jumps? It's like, how does he <laughs> how does he get over the tabletop? That thing's like a 30-pound missile. You know, anyways, there's just so much going on, you know, and, and, uh, and I'm excited to be part of all that. Yeah, I mean, this there's is... so many other people. D, racing, we got, I got talks going on. We got so many... We got our fingers into so many little things that it's almost impossible to, to keep track of. And uh, that's something, too, eh, Matt, that we uh, kind of agreed we're going to try to get a grasp on a little more is the different people we talk to. and Yeah, yeah. You know, it's all stuff we got to work on. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, we're a bunch of dudes very disorganized and have no idea what we're doing. That's perfect. I love it. I know, me too. No effort whatsoever. Want to report a, record a podcast? Sure. Let's just <laughs> yeah. sit down and do one yeah. right now. Yeah, that was tonight's... Who uh, needed show notes? Not me. No, no, we're not going to do it that way at all. I'm not that organized. But yeah, I don't know. I know. Well, we uh, said we were going to end this, what, 10 minutes ago? Yeah, this is the common thread that we like to do, though. Oh, uh, you know, and we always have this conversation, especially Matt and I, about, you know, if we could just record our everyday conversations. The problem is, is they kind of go all over the place. They go from appropriate to way to inappropriate, way inappropriate <laughs> and <laughs> then back to appropriate as fast as you can blink an eye. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we wish we could. And, and, and the funny part is a lot of it is RC related. Like when I think of our conversations day to day. <laughs> You know, we're talking about the podcast, we're talking about the track, we're talking about the different tracks we want to visit, we talk about how nice it would be to have a steel building that was 400 feet by 400 feet. Oh, you want to know how much nice. one of those costs? Because I, I, I sent a quote away for a steel building. I know. Do it. Hang on. I got the email. It's not that far. I finally had a conniption fit on them and said to them, listen, I just was thinking for grins here, like, why are you still continuing to email me? Because I think you got money. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Here yeah, it is. Little do they know. Steel building quote. Uh, <laughs> okay, so for an 80 by 160 by 16 foot steel building with two 14 by 4 openings on each end, delivered with taxes and shipping included, the total would be $135,600. Oh, dude. And then R20 insulation for the entire building, including the roof, is priced at about 15000 So you're looking at in like the range of like 150 dollars That's grand. crazy. You can get it way cheaper. What place was this? Uh, North Steel. Where's that? But that's them coming and building it yeah, and what? everything. Why would you need that? Well, I don't know. Everything will be numbered, 1 through 10000 I don't feel like building it. I, dude, I literally, if listen, if I win the lottery, I'm going to say that. on the weekend? Or? There's the property. 
Get I'll be done. back in a week. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see yeah, it no done. Kidding. Hey, I won five bucks on our lottery ticket. Yay! I, I still a, have won I, nothing. I bought another lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> like at least you're winning. Yeah. Like I haven't <laughs> went this long without winning. Like I'm contemplating going. Okay, I'm just gonna buy one for us to share and buy one for myself and hope that one of them wins. I just buy one every week. Yeah. Even I when can, it's I not guess I my just week. Get into that. Just do it every week, and then we double our chances. Double our odds. We'll re- we'll retire eventually. Yeah, when we're like nine hundred years old. And uh, I'm sure that'll be. We'll be in the retirement home. Oh my god! Oh my, we're too old to use it now, dumbass. You'll, you'll be in the retirement yeah. home. Look, they're not doing anything with this carpet here. This track, <laughs> yeah. track here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Same yeah. conversation. Uh, we could uh, build a dirt track here. We got, got a hall over here. That's okay. You want to hear about my newest ingenious idea? I still think that this year, well, not this year, but 2016. We should capitalize on my dad's property and build a track. Yeah. I, after after listening to Paul talk about the fact that they built one in just the back part of the school. It doesn't have to be big. That's it. No. It doesn't no, need it doesn't. to be no. like, you know if what we I mean? Build, if we build a track around the same size as the one that we were building at the Henry, we can race both 10 scale and 8 scale on it. Easy. Yeah. And it doesn't even need to be like, Yeah. Like and it doesn't, doesn't you know what I mean? I'm just kind of giving you an idea of size. It doesn't have to be that. That's what big, I'm saying. Because remember, it, the bigger it gets, the further you got to walk when you flip. True. And mm-hmm. and you're gonna flip. Oh, it's absolutely. Just, it's Especially when he's running. Inevitable. Wow. <laughs> right. So. So yeah, most ingenious idea. If people, I don't know. I got to try and convince these guys if they want to do it or not. But maybe down the road we could look at. Um, once on a blue moon on a weekend through YouTube. And we'll just post it to YouTube, do like a podcast after dark. So just so people know, it'll be uncensored. It'll be talking about anything and everything. Oh, God. Can I keep my shirt on? You can take, do, you whatever can do whatever you want. You want. Okay. There will be video. so if <laughs> Evidence. There will be evidence. Right, right now, people are pitching me like Ryan Gosling. But I just I think doing that just as general dudes and then having a few of our other friends kind of come in. and I, wonder, I said that to you a long time ago. On if YouTube, can't you said it like? that it's uh, you know adult only, so it'll do the are you eighteen? Yeah, check thing? yeah. But that's what I mean. Do something different, just not RC. Just if we go down the <laughs> RC path, which the will three happen. of us will happen. Didn't we do that before? With uh, where I was building something. Uh, we did that Google Hangouts, and then of course I was playing music through it, and they took the whole audio right out of it because <laughs> they figured out it was all it was all from a radio station. I didn't think it was. A which is so there, stupid, anyway. eh? Like, oh, no. stupid people. So it's a Google Hangout then type thing. Well, it'd be on the YouTube. It'd literally be on YouTube, like right right through YouTube. Now either we could broadcast it live as we're doing it. Is that what Harley does? The, the YouTube. I Hangout? think so. Or Google Hangouts, like they have and a hang- live Hangout stuff. And but he invites people, and people just. Can you use a GoPro and live stream from it? As Dude, go. I when you know what when you go home. Yeah. Look up how to hook up a GoPro to your computer. You actually need a video capture card to do it. Because it won't send video that way, like the the HD video. So you use like the like I got one of those mini HDMI's. So you go from the HDMI on it into like a video capture on oh, your computer, okay. and then use that source out. And then of course you have to pl- have plugged into USB power separately. Yeah, because the video out of that would be really good. Yeah, yeah. And I have one. You have one. I know. But the big thing is, is the power because you can't plug it in just the USB port on your computer because then it wants to go into yes. So you have to actually have just like a power power. Can can I make uh. a, a suggestion right here now? Yeah. yeah. You know how you have the uh, school until 10 o'clock at night? The right? what? The school until 10 o'clock at night. Or uh-huh. Is that right? Yeah. Why not do one of those this at the school 
So you have the video of the track. Fast forward that section being built and all that, blah, blah, blah. We talk. People going around, have that in the background. Wouldn't that be fun or no? We could do something like that for like uh, like the big race at the end of the year. But the problem is we need the help. Because with Mike and I being two of the main people that run a lot of the stuff, it'd be really hard for us to do this plus that. Well, do that. Have a video of that in like fast forward. But he's got a good idea. Like if we do our, our big race at the arena... We could get the track all set up. And once the track's running and people are doing practice and stuff like that, then we could do this. Have the, the noise of the RC stuff yeah. in the background. Well, I think the other thing that we need to think about too, Matt, is, and, and we were touching on this before, is one of those smaller Behringer boards. Yeah. To take mobile. Well, this one's not too, too bad. But do, like, you, no, but do you want to unplug all that? It's not that big of a deal now, especially once I get that other cable. I know what you're saying, but just think about it for like $78. No, I know what you're saying. You buy another board. Yeah. And just you have that, you know, Uh, it's not that, you know, what, Jim, I I think it's uh, next level stuff, right? I think what we got to do is 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 with the club stuff. See, it's it's difficult because we're so integrated with the club and we do the podcast. Right. And the club needs to grow right now. Um, Oh, this is how the club would grow. The the podcast I don't think is going to make the club grow in that sense though. But the YouTube, the thing, and the people. Y- yes, but uh, I I don't disagree with what you're saying. It's just it's a lot of work well, for people right. that are already doing a lot of work. This is true. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like <I> just <laughs> you know, I just I cannot believe that we're coming up to a race weekend and I haven't even posted on Facebook about our last race. Well, I would have helped you about that. I just uh, yeah, I got to get you added back on there, yeah. but. <laughs> like I just it's just it's unbelievable it is unbelievable how fast well see what Facebook does Jim is it does this really silly thing and if you're a manager of a page and somebody comments on something and you go to comment on it it makes you comment as the page not mm-hmm. as you're in and it doesn't on the phone anyway it doesn't let you pick individual if you want to yeah. be you or the page and there was a conversation going on and I said well I need to comment as me not as the club so Mike's like I'll take you off perfect you took me off and then I said okay you can re-add me he's like uh, no, I'm like, fine, do it yourself. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, mm-hmm. so the going joke kind of lasted forever because, of course, Mike forgot about it. And I'm yeah, like, I just haven't dealt with it. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, uh, it, it is unreal and things are getting better from a financial point of view. As everybody knows, our club is still struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, things are, are getting better. It's going to get better. Um, but we need to, we need to run races. We need to bank some money. We need to still buy some stuff. To make racing easier. Um, the reality of it all is, is we were extremely, uh, <laughs> we were extremely spoiled in the location we had before where we didn't have to do anything in the sense of cleanup. Now we have to make sure that this place looks exactly the same, if not better than the way it was when we got there, when we left. Do you know how hard it is to put volleyball nets back up by yourself? Yeah, well. I forgot about it before why, everybody why left. The volleyballs, they had the net up the net when was we up. got there, yes. So we're going along the whole lines of we want to leave it how we found it, and I completely forgot, so when everybody was leaving, are we all done? I'm like, I don't yeah, think, yeah. I don't think like, those oh, would have been such bugger. a big deal. Like, the the biggest thing is, is that it has to be clean. You know, the volleyball nets aren't put back up, whatever. Somebody shows up in the morning and puts them back in, right? Like, yeah. Like, that's not a huge... The, the the bigger problem is is there's phys ed class. The kids use that gym. We yeah. can't have piles of sand yeah. everywhere everywhere in the gym. Yeah. It's got to yeah. be clean, right? Yeah, and they use it 9, 10, 11, 12. The, the, the caretaker staff doesn't come in until Monday night. Mm-hmm. So that's why we have to... Well, because they clean it. I'm sure they clean it Friday after school's done. That's right. 
And so they're not expected really to have to worry about it till Friday or Monday Monday evening, evening so. when there's been a full day of school already. Which makes sense. So, like I said, we got to buy uh, we got to buy dust mop, one of them big things. I think Amazon's going to be our best. Yeah, friend on those. and uh, you know, like I said, for for a mop, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see how things go. The reality is, is if 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 sand comes in and it dries, and then you dust mop it, really, like you know what I mean, dry mop. Yeah, not too big. It of a shouldn't deal. be too big of a deal as long as we get all the sand. I, I think at the end of the, I think with this race coming, we need to remind everybody that they need to try and bring maybe indoor shoes. Yeah, like we're kind of fortunate right now. We haven't been dumped on in snow, but when it does really hit the fan, yeah. you know, say to them like, just like you would if you were, you know, in a workplace treat, at with home, carpets at home, and stuff treat like it like that. just yeah. at home. Would you wear your dirty, snowy, sand-covered boots? All the way through your house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If everybody takes their outdoor shoes off in this area, then we have a small area we have to clean up as opposed to everywhere. Yeah. True. So. And those doors got a lot of space. We'll put carpets out. We got all those carpets yeah. that we really don't use. Yeah. I'm not sure where those came from, but. Uh, yeah, I don't even know either. Well, I, I didn't, think they I were know where they came from. I heard that story, but I won't tell you. <laughs> oh, <that's> probably, <laughs> nice. probably better that way. Nice. No. Well, I think we should wrap it up, though. You know, yep. of course, we do want to say thank you to everybody who listens and supports us here at the MBM Podcast. We will be back at talking to you again yeah, next in a, week. In a week or so. So from myself, Jim, and Mike, also known as MBM, I want to say thank you, and have a great night, and we're out. I guess i got to unmute the button, right? Button mute. There it is. Later, folks. <laughs>